0: Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Today, we're talking all about the top three strategies to get paid more for your expertise. Now, this works even if you're brand new, you have never had clients before, or you are an old hat, an old dog, and you had tons and tons of clients, but maybe. You are not getting paid what you believe you should be getting paid. So I love this topic because oftentimes my natural inclination, especially for the experts that I work with that have a high degree of expertise and a high degree of authority and credibility through the work that you've already done in your particular industry is you need to charge more. Now, I don't tell clients what to charge. I don't tell them they have to You charge a certain amount. I don't tell you if you need to charge high ticket or low ticket. If you want more information on that, we have a whole podcast episode on high or low. It's going to depend. But today in this episode, I want to break down the top three strategies that I see that you can implement right now in order to be paid whatever it is that you desire. And chances are it's more than you are currently getting paid. And how to do that in a way that is entirely congruent and aligned to who you are and how you want to operate inside of your business. So that being said, let's go right into the meat and potatoes, shall we? Because I know this is going to be a juicy one. And my goal is to keep it fairly short, but we'll see how we go as we riff off of this topic. So the number one thing that I want you to to use, the strategy that I want you to use is to stop generalizing, to stop being a generalist, and to start specializing. Now, this is not the same as narrowing your niche, although it is somewhat related in, in how I view it. When I'm teaching people how to narrow your niche, it really is about owning your expertise. And it's really about honing in on your special skills that allow you to become the go-to expert, that allow you to become the specialist, as opposed to the generalist. Now, I've used this example and this analogy for years inside of my business with my clients that why is it that, you know, somebody going to medical school, two people, right, two people going to medical school, one becomes a GP, a general practitioner, right? So your regular run-of-the-mill doctor still got a degree, still has all the skills, but is doing work that is allowing them to be a general surgeon or a general practitioner, generalist, okay, generalist in the field of their expertise. And then you have on the flip side, somebody who's gone to school. We have actually several, several family members who are specialized in the field of medicine. And, oh, gosh, I think our cousin Megan might be. She's like a specialist for a very specific type of cancer. I think it might be like liver, liver cancer or something. There's very, very few of them in the world. And so she is extremely in demand and is constantly busy. Like she doesn't have to go searching for work because what she does is so highly specialized. that They essentially will pay her whatever she wants in order for her to do the work that she does. And you may be thinking, well, Susan, I am not blah, blah, blah insert in the blank. I'm telling you right now that there is a very specific type of skill set that you have that is uniquely suited to a certain subset of people. That's your niche. We're not talking about your niche. I'm talking about your gift and your skill set that the more specialized that you can go, the easier it will be for you to command top dollar prices. How do I know this? We have tons and tons of examples in the real world, out there in the wild that we can pull and draw from. So this is not a new concept, but where you may be getting stuck is, but Susan, I want to help everybody, right? My area of expertise isn't just for insert in the blank. I know it's not, but in order for you to get top dollar, in order for you to have a wait list, and be completely booked out, and have your pick of the litter in terms of how many and who you want to work with, if you are a specialist who is in high demand, people will come to you. You no longer have to chase after clients, and I want you to think and consider that if there's something there that resonates with you, that is compelling you to go, I want that, that this is By far, the most important strategy out of the three that I'm going to to talk to you about today, that the more that you specialize in your specific area of expertise for the specific people that you help, so yes, niche is part of that or niche is part of that, but it first begins with you and your skill set, and you get to determine that. And when I realized this, and I'm going to tell you right now, I did not do this on my own. It is very challenging usually for you to figure out your unique perspective, your specialty, because it typically comes so easily for you. Like it's gotten to the point now where it is unconscious competence. You don't think about how competent you are, how masterful you are for that particular combination of skills. But I'm going to guess that even if you are a copywriter, a graphic designer, a lawyer, an accountant, a coach, a consultant, whatever is your area of expertise, That the unique combination of how you have come to put those things together, I mean, nobody else has lived your life except for you. Nobody else has experienced your experiences, even your siblings, in the same way that you have. And as a result, you have a very different, unique perspective. That all comes together in your specialty, in the the unique way that you specialize in the area of expertise that you have. And your inability to communicate that or understand and perceive it is probably the thing that's getting in the way. And as a result, you want to help everybody. And while you can, you can probably help more people if you do this correctly, it's going to make things more challenging for you if you don't hone in on your expertise. So I'm going to give you an example of somebody who I just heard her story a week ago, and I thought, Man, if that doesn't show the power of specialization. And yes, in some ways it is going niche, but really and truly the niche is not so important. It was all about her owning her expertise. And so what she is and and still does is she is a yoga teacher. Okay. So she owned a yoga studio, you know, does health and wellness, but with the pandemic, guess what happened? Through no fault of her own, her studio shut down, right? Because back at the beginning, a lot of brick and mortar businesses, especially those that were dealing with a high volume of of people that would be in close proximity with one another, aka gyms, fitness studios, and the like, they were forced to shut down. They were forced to close their doors. And she was no exception. So at the end of the day, she was closed for at least six months. She had already paid for rent. She was paying staff, like all these overhead costs for running a traditional brick and mortar store. And as she sat there and she thought, man, I miss my people. I miss being able to connect with them. I mean, she was doing this business because it also was very highly fulfilling for her. And she loves what she does. She was no longer able to do it in the same way that she was doing it before. And as she was just having fun with people and she was doing things virtually because she had shifted and, and started moving things virtually. So that worked. And one of the things that she was doing was helping people walk on their hands, walk on their hands. So generalist yoga teacher specialist. I help you walk on your hands. She has made multiple six figures. Just doing that. And I will tell you, because if right now your mind isn't just like, right? During a pandemic, during lockdown, during economic crisis and challenge, during shifts and pivots that we've all had to negotiate and go through, that instead of going and just saying, I'm not going to be able to do any of this right now, that she thought about the skill set the individual skill set out of all the things that she teaches and all the things that she could do and she narrowed it down and here's how this happened because again she didn't think that this was anything wonderful or magnificent she literally i think was was doing this on a class and one of her students asked her can you teach me how to do that and she said what what which what do you want what do you want to know what are you talking about she said you walk on your hands. Can you teach me how to do that? And her mind was blown wide open because this is a skill set that she has had since childhood, since before her formal yoga education. And as a result, it was just something fun that she had done her almost her entire life. And as a former competitive gymnast, I was cheering so loud for her as I heard the story because That is something that I've done my entire life as well until recently with changes in my health. And the fact that that is something that could create so much joy, right? So much purpose, but also so much profit for her and her business and create a whole new opportunity. Because instead of going and saying, I'm going to keep doing what I've always been doing and just. Do it in a different way. Just go online and and do the same old, same old. That she allowed and encouraged herself to be open to new opportunities and went specialized. And as a result, she went very, very, very fast and generated revenue very, very, very fast in a very specific, new to her niche. Yes, she had people that would you know be congruent because. It wasn't so far away from what she was doing that it was a completely different industry. But really, I mean, yoga versus walking on your hands, that's not exactly the same thing, right? And so I want you to think about for yourself, where are you robbing yourself of an opportunity to go narrow and deep and go really, really in depth with something that you have a unique skill set on that could change somebody's lives and impact them for the better, just like this amazing human being. The second strategy, you need to communicate your value. And I know sometimes this, again, you can't read the label from inside the bottom. This is very difficult to quantify oftentimes because, again, we take for granted our own level of expertise. It is hard to own the value when you don't understand how valuable what you do is for someone else. This is where it's really important that you gain perspective in, in looking at how does this make things better for somebody else, right? How does this improve their lives? And even entertainment has a value to it. Why do we spend so many hours on social media, watching Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus? I recently just got a notification as a Disney Plus subscriber that the value of my subscription was going to go up because They have realized this service, right, especially during a pandemic, has become even more valuable as they've continued to add in more programming, more opportunities, that there is even it has become an even more valuable resource, a source of entertainment, a source of escape, a source of pleasure, a source of connection with families, so many different things that instead of the original price, which I think is like $89.99, it has now gone up to 119 dollars Now in the grand scheme of things, that's not a huge price increase, but as an absolute dollar, that is a 33% increase in, I think a year, maybe a little bit more. Now you may be thinking, Good on them, Disney, because they're Disney. Of course, they can charge more because they're Disney. Here's the thing, though. We all have opportunities like this where we can communicate our value vis-a-vis what our clients perceive to be valuable. And it's not upon us to convince somebody that we are valuable, that we have value. You have value regardless of what it is that you do or say or think or, or, or you know, put out in the world. As a person, as a human being, you are inherently valuable, right? There is no amount of worthiness that you need to prove, but the products and the services that you create, the help and the expertise that is contained inside of that, that has a perception of value. And if you can't communicate the value, it is going to be challenging for other people without knowing what it is that it does to be able to communicate the value better than you. Now, ideally, there's a meeting of the worlds, right? A meeting of the minds where what you communicate and what your clients and ideal clients perceive of you start to meld together. That is a beautiful harmony where you never have to feel like you're selling yourself because there is desire, there is commitment, and it goes boom and creates this like amazing uh, symphony of I want what you have and I can get it if I pay this amount. So When you think about that, the more value that you have and the more value that you create in the market, the easier it is for you to command a higher dollar. Now you may be thinking, but what if people don't buy? Here's the thing. The 80-20 rule applies across all industries, across all situations. It is statistically one of those things where you just break everything down, 80-20, 80-20, 80-20. That means that right now, there is 20% of the people that are already connected to you are already looking for what it is that you do that are willing to pay a premium price tag and if you were to consider out of 100 people if 20 people paid you the price that you actually want to charge would you be making more than if you were to serve the other 80 at the lower price point just some food for thought because i know based off of my history and based off of my data that from the work that I already do with clients inside of my current online business, as well as the ones that I've done throughout my corporate career, including the startup that I created from zero to 15 million in 18 months, the vast majority of that revenue that was generated 80%, give or take of that revenue was actually created from 20% of the client base that we had. So for me to spend a lot of time and effort tailoring my products and services to a mass market that number one would take a lot more effort and energy to create, number two, would create a lot more effort and energy support and resources, including money, including time to service. At some point it doesn't quite make sense, right? And so for me to build a sustainable business, I need, I need both, absolutely. I'm not gonna say no to mass market or no to premium clients, but what I need to recognize and I want you to recognize is that I communicate the value of what it looks like to work with me in either one of those scenarios such that I can get paid whatever I want based off of the results and the outcomes and the transformation that I help create with clients For clients, through clients, through my work. Now, you may be thinking, and this will go into strategy number three, which is all about productizing your expertise. So, when you productize your expertise, you may be thinking, well, how does it actually help me to get paid more? Because here's the thing as an expert, right? in order for you to to get paid the most. So I was sitting on um, a training from Darren Hardy and he had suggested that, well, he's not suggested, he said, right? He's a uh, world-renowned speaker and business owner, thought leader, and he gets paid $65,000 for a one-hour keynote. That is a proven fact, right? So in order to have access to him to speak at your event, then you want him as a keynote, you would have to be able to pay him $65,000. So number one, he is specialized in leadership and, and his unique area, right? Number two, he has communicated value in saying, here's what I'm going to deliver to you. And here's my proven track record. And here's all the things that I provide to you as the event producer and the event host and what you can expect. And number three, that if you can't afford to access him as a keynote speaker, and you still want to have access to him, you still want to learn from him, he has several ways to be able to do this outside of going to an event and and listening to him speak. Right? He has his books, he has his courses, he has his community, he even has his free email newsletter where he does videos. So all of these different components have allowed him to productize his level of expertise. And as a result, and I'm not saying that you need to do all of these or create all of these all at once. I'm saying that if you are able to start productizing your area of expertise, for me, that's done through Sales Master Society, through Sell With More Ease, through my upcoming accelerator, as I create more and more of these products and services so that I can help people at different levels. And if you happen to be stumbling on this show, this episode, you'll see perhaps some links below of how I've done the same thing that instead of you spending an hour with me and and paying anywhere from $1,500 plus, right? Because that typically has been what people have paid me in the past to spend a day with me at $5,000 plus, that when you're able to sit down and go, okay, I want access to Susan's expertise, but that's not gonna fit for what I need to do, that instead of me spending the time and trading time for money, and hours for dollars, where a lot of us as experts, that's where we start and that's totally fine. But as you begin to start helping more people, this is where the real leverage becomes uh, exponential because this way you can help people and you command premium prices for access, for customization, for support, right? For personalization around the things that that people are wanting. And then the more tried and true path around some of the things. So for me, you know, the starting place for all of my clients is my six figure fast track, which we'll link up in the show notes for you below, because that's brand new, uh, taken outside of the vault. In the past, it was hidden away. And you may have already gotten access to it. But if you go on my website, or you went on my website, not too long ago, you wouldn't have been able to see it we have decided to pull it right to the forefront because this is a way for me to help more people. And instead of paying thousands of dollars to do so in order to get direct access to me, you can do this for, at this point, a lower cost investment, right? Less than maybe a couple of dinners out. And by doing that, you're going to have the foundation and building blocks in order to create your own six-figure business. It's the exact strategies and steps that I used to create my first six figures When I had no idea what I was doing in the online space, I had an extensive offline business background, but online was a completely different animal. I productized myself. And as a result, I'm going to get paid more because now you can have access to different areas of my expertise without me having to be there with you be there in the room with you, spend the hour with you. And as a result, some people are going to want the premium offers and others are going to use the products that I've created. And if you do this, it will allow you to continue to differentiate yourself as not only an expert, but a thought leader and somebody who has a larger body of work. Now, hear me plain and clear. This is not about creating every product under the sun. This is about really ensuring that people know how to work with you. And I was in another community today, and I'll give you this last example, where it took a while for things to click in, right? As sometimes they do when we are trying to figure out our own level of expertise and how to get paid more when we have a desire of what we see as the vision, but we can't quite see the pathway to get there, even though all the building blocks may be laid out in front of us. And so over the last couple of years, two or three years, as he sat down and really honed in on his expertise and his methodology, it led him to create a book. Okay. So he's in the the career coaching uh, industry and it's all about finding your dream job in leveraging who you are and what you love to do and what lights you up and finding a career path that is aligned to that. Now that is amazing, right? So for his ideal clients, he has a four-part framework that he has now sat down and done the work of figuring this out, honing in, and become really specialized in his industry. He's not just a regular career coach. He is very, very specific about finding your dream job, right? And lining that up with your dream desires. So he's created almost like a Myers-Briggs typing for his career people. His book is The Framework. And when people go through the book, which is a productized version of his expertise, guess what happens? Well, in his situation, he has had people directly reach out to him to not only purchase his program, which is a more in-depth, hands-on way of getting the content of the book, because the framework is the framework is the framework. His methodology is not going to change from one one type of, of access versus another. And he's also been able to then position himself as the expert, the go-to expert in this. And he has now signed a high-end premium coaching slash consulting client as a result of productizing his expertise. So if you think that it might cheapen your brand to have something that is low cost or low ticket, I would encourage you to think about what I just shared. I have made multiple six figures, like lots of of funds and even in my corporate career we sold products and services for free zero zero okay and everything under the sun up to multiple million dollar portfolios and the reason for that is because when you're able to allow people to understand the value of your your expertise and encourage them to purchase something that makes the most sense for where they are in their journey. You don't have to be all things to all people. You have to be the right thing to the right person at the right time. And when you're able to make that happen, you can absolutely command higher prices. You can absolutely get paid more for your expertise because you will be the go-to person for your ideal clients. And that's what I want for you. So let's quickly recap the top three strategies. Okay, so the very first one was to specialize. Stop being a generalist. Number two, that you have to be more effective about communicating the value that your expertise provides for your ideal clients. And number three, start to productize your level of expertise so that people have different options and opportunities depending on how they want to access your Information and your unique viewpoint of how you communicate that expertise in your own unique way. So, I hope this was helpful. Again, if you need help with this, because it's very challenging for us to often do this on our own and getting help from somebody who can do it that is guiding you through the process, even if you've already seen success, if you've hit a plateau with your income and you know that you were meant to do more, bigger better, higher, and do it in a way that is going to elevate your level of expertise in a new and different perspective, I would encourage you to come and join us inside of Sales Mastery Society. Salesmasterysociety.com is where you're going to be able to find more details. I would love to see you on the other side, and we will talk to you in the very next episode. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.